talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's all relative. Like you've got the when you're moving forward because you don't know what you're doing. It's actually funny. I was listening to um Joe Rogan and Adam Greentree. He's a um he's a hunter. And I was I was going to bring it up anyway today, but he was talking about this trip that he went to um, in New Zealand. So like he's, he goes and hunts, he goes to America and hunts, he hunts all around South Australia and him and um, Joe were talking about like, what are the, the, what are the most dangerous places you've hunted? And they were talking about like all these places that have grizzly bears and saltwater crocodiles and all that kind of stuff. And he said, but the most dangerous place that I've ever gone to hunt is New Zealand by far. And there's like, there's no deadly animals there. There's no crocs, there's no bears, there's no snakes, all that kind of stuff. And um, he was saying it's so deadly because of like the terrain. And he ended up almost dying there twice. So like he slipped off a slipped off a mountain and went down a water hole through a waterfall, all this kind of stuff. He ended up fracturing his back. But like he had to keep moving forward, which is like what we we're talking about. You've kind of got to keep moving forward until you hit a point where it's like, I can't go any further because I'm probably going to die. And like, that's what happened to him. He kept moving forward because he had to keep moving. And if he didn't keep moving, he would have died until he got to a point where he knew like 100% he had to click the SOS button for them to come pick him up. Um, but if he kept going, like he would have died. There's no doubt. Like he would have died. It was like a 100%. It was like a 200 foot drop into like all these rocks and all that sort of stuff. And he was living on a cliff side for a couple of days. Um, but I think that's, as as unrealistic as that is for us, because it's not like we're actually going to die. It kind of kind of is like from a business sense, I would think. You know, like because you got to keep moving forward until you can't keep moving forward because you're going to crack or the stress is going to get to you or you're going to get sick or overwhelmed or whatever it is. Like, I think you just got to keep going until you catch yourself, like you said you did, and then you got to stop because if you keep going, then you're just going to break. Yeah, I think, I think because because we're not actually in that truly <laughs> life or death scenario. The the crazy the this though to preface this, I really don't like any of the like self talk sort of put mind put ideas in your own head. Like I think all of that just sucks. Like totally mm-hmm. doesn't work. I don't I don't know if you share the opinion, but. Like, I think that's a waste of time. And, like, I've tried things like that, and it's never... Honestly, it probably is more detrimental. Especially what do you mean when you... Like, how, like explain that a little bit like, more. Like, like, when, so. like, like, when you, like, write on your mirror, like, I am powerful, and I am strong, and I am beautiful, oh. or whatever. Like, <laughs> or when people are, like, just repeat it to yourself so many times until you believe it. Like... I that just doesn't that's not the way that works like yeah yeah that kind of thing um but when it comes to handling stress this this has been wildly wildly effective for me is when you get to the point when you're like overwhelmed and you're like just about to like shrivel up and like not and just like explode or implode or whatever actually asking yourself what am i stressed about oh, yeah. and yeah. trying to list it in your head of like the actual things that are stressing you out has been like it things just evaporate all of a sudden when you start to like write like 
now you don't have to physically write it out but like all right i gotta have this done by tomorrow this needs to be done today i've got these three things on the checklist like that I, it could just be me like the my brain unless things are like neatly put together on like what i have to do just like infinitely expands until it's capacity but like that's been abnormally effective of like it, it's honestly the feeling afterwards is kind of so nice that i enjoy it a little bit now of like mm. holy shit i'm about to get totally overwhelmed and then it's like what am i actually stressed about then you're like oh not that much like doo, 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 and you like keep going on the day mm. wonderful mm. feeling well it's, it's because like i think it's because you you got so much like um you actually try and be like realistic about it. It's like, is this thing going to actually fucking kill me? It's probably not like it's, you're going to be okay. Like it's not the end of the world. You're not going to have all these things sort of going wrong that are going to be detrimental to your health. You know, like you, you're probably going to be okay. Chances are you're not, you're not going to die. Like you're going to survive. I'm just moving because the, uh, the carpenters are in here now. They're, they're doing the stuff at the back. So they can start making some noise. Um, right space. But yeah, that, what were you saying before? Uh, I went through that, like where, where when I was when I was seventeen, when I did my first ACL, and um, my mom was was like big on that, the whole I am sort of stuff, like I am this, I am that, and um, I mean I don't know if it, if it did work or if it didn't work. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but like I wouldn't say it to myself. Like I went to the went to the effort of getting big like a three pieces of paper like so really big pieces of paper and i wrote on there like um i'm healing i'm healthy i'm getting like when this is when i did my acl and i had the the reconstruction and i did um all these writings like and i put them on the ceiling so like every time i would get up or I'd wake up in the morning it'd be like the first thing that i would see and like that was pretty excessive but I like I healed really, really well, and I was really, really strong. And when I did my second ACL, like I was already in that. Like Keegan talks about, like my or like Paul Council talks about it a lot, like having a mind flex rather than just mindset. Like I'm just set. Like I was very flexible within my mind. Now I don't do it so much. Maybe it's because I did it so much beforehand. I don't know, but I I do agree that like when you're in the when you're in the process of like that stress and you're freaking out, and it's like shit am i going to be like am i going to be able to get this to get that and like to be able to because sometimes like, there's been instances where like oh for me being a father and my wife not having an income because what well, she did but it was like a lot less than what it was previously like there's a lot of things that that go on there and then you kind of have a choice like i think you always have a choice so either you can doubt yourself and look at it like going ridiculously bad and do nothing about it or you can do something about it and just get the shit done, like whatever you need to do. Like that's that's what I think is is more powerful than anything else. Like if you if you realize that you always have a choice, which you do, because everyone does have a choice, even though sometimes it looks like you don't have a choice because you you kind of your your hands almost been forced. I still think that everyone has a choice, and that's what like it sounds like for you. I think it's like your choice, your choosing to take action and think about these in like 
a realistic sense of like, okay, so what's actually stressing me? Bang, 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 bang. And it's like, well, they're not that bad. So like I can deal with that. That's fine. I can get, okay, that, if I just do that, I can fix that. And then the next thing I can fix that. And that's like the way that I've been thinking lately too. It's like, there's been so many, in- this morning, for example, I broke the bloody, the group head on the, on the coffee machine. And all I wanted was a damn coffee. Like it's such a, such an inconvenience but you you prioritize it like it's the biggest thing in the world and then just needed to finish up some programming and i'm like oh god damn like now i gotta finish up this programming too and the, the coffee machine's broken and then i gotta jump on the podcast like then there's all these things that are just like flowing through and and, and it's just like it's just full on it's just full on and then you're like hang on a sec like it's not that bad like okay maybe it's gonna be a little bit more patient with the coffee machine cool be patient bang i fixed it how good was that you know then the next thing is like Okay, I need to do the programming, right? What do I need to do? What do I need to focus on? I could just do this, 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 and this. So I really want to work on that. But and you kind of just like you quiet yourself down and you just you kind of you shut off all the the shit talk that's going inside your head, you know? Like that's what I've noticed. And then oh just jump on the podcast and bang, away we go. And now everything's fine. It's like it's magic. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think I think the best way to describe it, I just I just thought of this, but like if you so um I was about to say like I, so if you think of zebras i was about to say like zebras like australia and but they don't live in australia um so we're gonna i guess we're discrediting we're discrediting the validity of this argument a little bit just by me being an idiot but um so like through i think through, from what i understand zebras have those stripes so that they all blend together mm. in a pack and they, I think that makes zebras incredibly difficult to research, like in the mm-hmm. wild, because like you can't tell them apart. It's so hard mm. when they're in a pack. So there was one study. This I don't know if this is an anecdote or like an actual thing they did, but they just they were like, "All right, we'll just paint a big red dot on the side of one of the zebras, and we'll watch that one and follow it around." And every single time they did that, that zebra got eaten. Sorry, sorry, I was listening. Uh, um, they came back in. Um, my uh, roommate, he's like, did you fix the coffee machine? And I'm like, yeah, I fixed it. He's like, oh, awesome. Anyway, sorry, you were saying, is this no. about the red dot and the zebra? Yeah, so the, the, that zebra with the red dot got eaten every time. So Yeah. yeah. And, and so the, the way I was going to relate that back was like, when you don't like single things out, like, it, it's so much harder to attack the pack than it is something individually. So mm. that's what I think that's where the benefit of me asking, like, what am I specifically stressed out about is because it's like all of a sudden, like I, I painted a red dot on one of the zebra's backs and like mm. a blue dot on a different one and a green dot on the other one. And it's like, all right, now I could just focus on one of them rather than being like, holy shit, it's a swarm of zebras or something. Yeah. Um, a swarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, a pack. I guess it's a pack. Because um, a pack of zebras is way harder to deal with than one. It's the same reason all the fish swim in schools. Like, if you can't single one out, you can't. You'd have to eat, like, all of them to catch one. Mm. Not, like, not fishing, but, like, if you're a shark or something. Like, singling things out takes away, like, the visual. The sum is greater than the parts. 
Mm. The, the reverse of that being the the individual is less than the group. Mm. So, but yeah, I I think that's actually a really good analogy. Like putting it that way, because I've I've heard of that one before where they they painted a red dot on the zebra, and I mean then the lions could hunt in the pack and be able to actually like um single out because they're like we're they must have spoken in line or whatever, but like they could all just like say, we're just focusing on that one with the red dot. Like, let's go for that. And it's kind of like instinctive where like, we're going to go for that one. Cause we all know that's the one that we're going to go for. And it makes a lot of sense too. Like when you can, when you can single out your problems, which is like exactly what you just said, it makes it, it makes it so much easier to be able to go like, okay, so this, you're focusing on like this big thing is this, it's like problem as a whole. But then you can go like, you can single it out, make the problem smaller. Well, that's going to be easy enough to attack. I can attack that first. And then the problem sort of shrinks. And like it becomes less and less and less and less. It just, it, it, that's actually, yeah, that's actually really, really, that's pretty much what I do. That's exactly what I do. Like I've had issues here, problems here, things have gone wrong. And it's like, well, you can either lump it all into one thing. Like the warehouse is a problem, like, or the, the facility is a problem. Or you can go like, all right, so there's this that's something that's wrong there. Right. Let's have a let's chat about that. Let's communicate about that. And then we'll make that go away because we fixed that problem. Cool. What's the next thing? Like, and then there's this other thing that there's something going wrong with that. Or like instead of making it look like this one big thing, it's yeah, it's such a it's such a smart way of do, dealing with it. Yeah, it's like to I guess unnecessarily bring in another analogy. Have you ever seen the the magic tricks where they get you that car and they go? And they're like, pick one in your <laughs> yeah. mind. And then everybody always picks yeah. the same one. It's because all of the cars are moving too fast to see except for one. Like, yeah. And then they purposely slow that one down so that you can see yeah. that one. It's like you would never be able to pick out anything if they just flew through the whole deck. Like, nah. But if they slow down for a second on one of them, then you're like, hmm, it was the nine of spades. And everybody yeah. is the nine of spades. So... Same thing. If you got a whole bunch of shit, like, don't try and grab, don't try and just flip through the whole deck. You got to, something has to slow down. Well, you got to pick what's, something. What's been like that with, so if we're, if we're talking about like yourself uh, for now, um, what's been the, what's been the cracking point for you? Like, because I'm assuming that, because I've had, well, I've had a cracking point where it's been like I've cracked, but I haven't completely broken. And then I've managed to patch myself back up. But like you get into a point where shit's just getting like ridiculously hard. And it's almost like you can't see a way forward. And you think that you've kind of like sectioned off all of your, your problems. But when you get to that cracking point, what, what do you do that kind of like helps you bring everything back down to to kind of looking at things from a different perspective. So like, what have you done previously where you get to a point in your life and there's like nine different things going on and there's all these problems that are happening and you feel like you're about to crack. What is it that you do that helps you apart from obviously if you think you've sectioned them off, you know, you've got nine different problems. What do you know what to attack first? Like, do you just go, well, I just got to do something or is it like what is most important or what is, of highest value like how do you how do you then go to that next step it's almost every time that i've gotten to a point like that it's multiple things with deadlines um like these four things have to be done tomorrow 
And it's like, he's got to be done by 9 a.m. And it's like, all right, I have to sleep. But then, like, I got to do these four things by then. Um, or whatever. It's not like, it might be over the course of a couple of days, but it's like, that generally doesn't happen to me if I don't have deadlines. Just because it's like, I don't get that time pressure. And I think that eases the pressure of things quite a bit if you don't like have the deadline. So for me, it's pretty simple in terms of like, what has to be done first? Like, what is what is due tomorrow? What's due in an hour, whenever the due date is? And then I just do that one. Like, it's also a sense of, I think, I think I, sometimes I think about it like that. Sometimes I also think about it of like, what would ease the pressure on me the most right now? And that's usually the thing that is the biggest, most important project that has to be done the soonest. So get that done. And then it's like, all right, well, how, how much is really left at that point? Mm. Uh, sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's not that much, but I, I, I don't think I think about that kind of in any special way. It's just like what has to get done first mm. so mm. i don't know if you have a, different, a better way to look at that there probably is a better way to look <laughs> at it but like no 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 but, I well, simply. I, yeah and i think that it's going to be completely different for some other like for, for everyone like it's not going to be the same thing it's always going to be different you know um there's always going to be um a lot of different kind of things that are going to be happening in each people like each each person's lives it's not always going to be like this is the way to do something because for me like there's there's been especially since opening up here there's been so many kind of like little problems that just keep popping up and it's either you kind of deal with it straight away and get it get it done or you don't and you just kind of let it fester and then it just kind of gets worse and worse and worse and then you you have to deal with it it's kind of like what we spoke about beforehand with like before the podcast where it's like it's either you make the choice and you choose to, to do something about it or you don't do anything about it and then you kind of the, the choice will get you'll get forced to make a decision and for me like ah it's not that i don't feel pressure because i think everybody feels that sort of pressure but like i would rather have something sort of like force my hand to be like it's either you do this or you do this and so like that and that's the way that i me if it needs to get done well i'll just i'll get it done or I, i'm i believe that everything always just gets done it's probably not the best way to be doing things because like sometimes you need to get shit done quicker than other shit but if it doesn't get done it doesn't get done like there's i don't feel that that uneasiness i guess or that pressure where it's like you gotta get this done right now you know if you don't get it done you're never gonna do it it's like nah, it'll get done it'll get done it always does get done it always works out for the best and it's probably not the best way to be because then you're constantly compounding these problems on top of one another. So like there's always these things that just keep coming up. But I think that's also just the way that I am too. And I'd prefer to be that way. I'd prefer to be like, I have this thing that's going wrong or these things that are going wrong. That's all right. Like, it'll be fine. It'll work itself out. It always does. Like my wife hates it, but. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> 
you have no idea how much my girlfriend <laughs> hates my stress tolerance. Like it's so it 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 literally drives her off the walls that like and this was happening when I was moving. I had to move in like a couple days. And I I don't know that I'd started moving anything out of the entire house yet. <laughs> and it wasn't just that I had to move things to the other house. Like most of it wouldn't fit in the new place. Like mm. I had couches, I had cabinets, like all like I had the whole gym. Like most of this isn't gonna fit. And she's like, What is going on? I was like, I I don't know, I just haven't started on it yet. Like mm. and what happened? Like Sold the couches, sold the gym equipment I didn't need, found a place for everything. Like, I don't know. Like, that was just, there was a, there was a difference in, like, tolerance levels there. And it was somewhere in between because it was below my stress tolerance level. I think it was, like, way above hers. So, I think, honestly, one of the best skills, that's probably one of the best traits to have is just super high stress tolerance. Maybe it's a bad mm. thing to have, actually, in some senses. Like, if it's so high that, like, you just well, don't think, feel the pressure. But yeah, I think I think it's more so for um for other people, like because other people don't don't realize how um uh like how you deal with your stress. Like, so for me, for example, I I think I'm similar to you. Like, you have a high stress tolerance, so you can just deal with things and they just get done. Like, it's okay. Whereas like, and we can use um, my wife and your girlfriend as an example. Like, it might be, it might not be that the their stress to tolerance might be lower. It might just be like maybe they're a little bit more anxious about like not getting stuff done, and they don't they 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 might like I, I know for a fact like that that's um, my wife is a very organized, very regimented person. Like, so it's like bang, 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 and she gets things done. But I think it's because of my flexibility and my ability to kind of let things flow and move the way that they might flow and move. Same thing happened to me coming into this gym. I've got way too much equipment that I, I didn't need. And well, not that I didn't need. Come on, man. Like, you know, you need all the stuff that's in here. But like my wife kept telling me, she's like, it's not all going to fit. It's not all going to fit. It's not all going to fit. And what happened? Like I got here and it all didn't fit. It's like, I'll oh, be fine. Like I'll figure it out. I'll just play a bit of Tetris and work around it. And meanwhile, she's freaking out and pulling out her hair a little bit and just like, well, you could have avoided this now it's another problem like that you have to fix it's like well it's fine like i can fix it you know so i i don't think that it's i think it's the avoidance of extra stress like not necessary stress but the this type of stress i think it just helps you kind of juggle things inside your head and it, it gets you it gets you being more flexible you know so like you increase your flexibility of like all right i can or you or your your ball juggling probably more so like it helps you juggle it gets you to five ball juggling like you can juggle more because now you can actually deal with um more problems at once and it's probably not well it's not even that it's a good or a bad thing it's just a thing you know so like you realize when you start having too many problems maybe that's when the cracks appear and it's like oh maybe i just need to get rid of a couple of problems so i can juggle these other four or five balls when it gets to like seven or eight it's like well that's too many problems i need to get rid of three or four so then it brings it back down you know, like, I think that that's, I think that's how um, it works for me anyway. Yeah. I mean, dude, my favorite phrase is I'll figure it out. Like, there is yeah. <laughs> there is nothing I like to say more than I'll figure it out. Um, 
how you do that? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, and there's probably not a phrase that my girlfriend hates more than I'll figure it out. <laughs> she I uses definitely it agree. All, all the time. Constantly. Um, how you can do that? But know, you do. Yeah. You do though. And like, I think that that's what, that's what increases our stress tolerance as well. Like, well, if, if I don't figure it out, like, probably going to die, you know, because... Yeah, I have to and it's figure not... it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've never you know, not figured that... something out. Like, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's like, that's what I was talking about before, where it's like, there's a choice. But then sometimes it gets to a point where there isn't a choice. Like, well, you do. You always have a... I think, I think it's still the same. You do have a choice. So, like, the choice is... You either figure it out or you don't figure it out. And if you don't figure it out, well, what's going to happen? You might lose your job. You might um, lose clients. You might lose money. You might lose your house. Like you just go down that. It's like, do you really want that? Do you think that that's where it's going to go? Like the losing the house and all that sort of stuff is very, very far down. But I also think that like you can still always do something about it and you figure it out. It might not be the best decision that you've made because you're under so much pressure, but like you still figure it out and it's okay. Like it's, it's not the end of the world. Whereas, yeah, I guess people who are highly anxious think that it is the end of the world because you, maybe you could have made a better decision or maybe you could have figured it out better. Like, but hey, we're still here. We're still alive. I call it sink or swim. So like you're still trading. If, you're, if, if your head's still above water and you're trading water, like you're still going, you're okay. If you sink, you're dead. So like are you sinking or have you sunk? No, because you're still breathing and you're still alive and you're still doing stuff. Like, that's the extreme again. But I, I think that, like, it's... I think people get... You get better at it as you deal with more things. But people people who are highly strung get and, and get overwhelmed easy, don't do this. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think it's the same, the same, the same issue. Uh, not issue. I don't want to call it an issue. But I think it is an issue because you can't handle it. Um, mm. <laughs> of like, of like not being able to actually look clearly through, like, like if it's a snow globe, well, like a snow globe that you shake it up and then all of a sudden you can't see anything mm. inside of it. Like when I, I, your wife and my girlfriend are probably not the best examples for this, but like, I don't know. I think my girlfriend was actually a pretty good example. Um, I don't think that she like accurately looks at what could possibly happen with these situations. Like we go back to like me moving and having all this stuff. Like what is absolutely entirely the worst thing that could possibly happen here? I go rent a storage unit for like 400 bucks for the next month. And I figured out then like, Mm. there's literally not a worse thing that could possibly happen than that out of mm. this whole thing so like why would I get any more stressed than like $400 worth of stress which isn't, mm. isn't that much stress like I mean it depends if you are like need to pay a bookie in the mob or something for 100 bucks but like <laughs> other than that like or like what I, I sell things for fifty percent on Facebook Marketplace, and people just come get them, and I missed out on a couple hundred bucks. Like, mm. I think that's the other aspect of it is like being able to 
accurately depict all of the possible outcomes the range of pos not you don't have to see all of them but like the range of outcomes like what's the best thing that could possibly happen and then like forget about that because it's probably not going to happen uh, mm -hmm. and what's more importantly what's the worst thing that could absolutely possibly happen out of this and then why would you get any more stress than that but i think people get this like shaken snow globe kind of view of like oh my god something terrible could happen here mm. but like it's I'll, I'll do i'll actually do this next time and i might not have a girlfriend at the end of it but like if she's, <laughs> if she's freaking out like i might actually just be like actually tell me like actually tell me what could happen like mm. tell me like, mm. go through the motions and tell me like what what could possibly happen mm. it was like this this is funny because I think it actually makes sense. Um, we're getting off topic here, but there was a, I think it was Layla Hormozzi. I saw this sometimes her shorts like pop up on my YouTube and she was talking about somebody was like about to have a panic attack and everybody's like, I don't know what to do. And then she walks up and she goes, do it. Have a panic attack right now. <laughs> and then the person was just like, what, what do you, what? And you just so shocked. That like no panic attack happened. Yeah. Or like, what was the other example she gave? I think it might have been might have been asthma. Like, obviously, if you like are really gonna have an asthma attack, like whatever, see a doctor or something. She was like, do it. Have an asthma attack right now. Just wow. do it right now. And then what is going on? Like, what do you you just confuse somebody so bad that they don't that they're no longer anxious? Um, that's obviously not a permanent solution, but like yeah. it, it is, it can be an acute temporary solution of like just do it, like mm. start right now. Like, yeah, have a pen. I feel attack. like, yeah. I feel like there's just different physiological responses that happen, or even psychological responses that happen, like between people. And I mean, we're talking at it from a really um, different perspective because we're in pretty unique situations compared to a majority of like the population. So like, again, like I mentioned before about my wife, like she is extremely organized and regimented and it's like bang, 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 bang. So then like for me, that organization, we, we have this chat all the time, her and I, um, because she's like, why can't you just you know follow a plan? Like it's written up there for you. Why can't it just be done this way? And it's like, this actually just came to my head right now. It's like, because I'm not like that type of person. And that's, a, I'm, uh, I am poor at that skill of being organized. Cause I think that's, that's a skill. Whereas like we're flipping it. I'm very like, yeah, whatever. Like we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Like you said, like you said before, you know, I'll figure it out. It'll be fine. And as soon as I use that phrase, it's just like, and just explodes because it's maybe it's a skill that, uh, like for example my wife might not be good she's getting so much better at it because i am just that type of kind of kamikaze person where i just i just go ahead and do it and so she's like i'm used to that shit now because you do it all the time that i'm getting used to it. whereas me i'm definitely not i i mean i'm getting better at the organization but if we're to go and take this one step further like my wife who was like she's so good at that sort of stuff she's so good at that organization she's so good at like planning things she's so good at everything that boy if you're really good at that 
get that person to do that thing that you're not good at in your life or in your business. So this is what Luke um, uh, from the farm gym, we had this conversation because he's really, really good at finding people that are better at a skill than he is. Then you kind of build this team around you. So instead of wearing like four hats, five hats of like, you've got the admin person, then you've got the person doing the programming, then you've got the relations person dealing with like the clients and relations and that sort of stuff. Like obviously because I'm my own sort of boss, I need to do all that sort of stuff. But then if we're going from like another perspective of like, okay, how can I do more with my time without making all of these sort of things suffer? Because that's what's going to happen eventually. Like I'm going to have all these things under my control because I'm wearing all the hats. One thing that I'm not good at is not going to get that much attention and it's probably going to be in the future, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be detrimental to the business. So my wife is really, really good at organizing. Um, she's really, really good at spreadsheets. She's really good at like all that sort of stuff. Well, I'm going to get her to do all that stuff because she's really good at it and like she enjoys doing it. So so we had this conversation together and I'm like, I just like, I hate doing, I really don't like like organizing my tax and organizing the receipts and all that. So I get it done, but it's something that I'm just not good at. And I don't enjoy doing it and I just don't want to do it. Like just don't want to do it because it's just, it's a waste of time for me because it takes up space in my brain. And my wife's like, well, if you need a hand, let me know. Like I can, I can help you out. And it's like, huh. All right. So I started like when I started getting all my receipts and I started because I had to each month now, I just, uh, every three months, I just got to go through and like look at how much I'm earning on, in like in terms of a gross statement. And so I just kept doing that. So like we got to December now. So now this month I'm going to let my wife know, okay, this is where we're at. And then all break down all the tax and how much I've spent. And she's got this spreadsheet and it looks magical. I could never do anything like it. It looks magical. It's like this fantasy for me because I don't do it. It's not something that I'm strong at. I'm good at. Whereas my wife, she loves it. She's really, really good at it. So why don't I just let her do it? Like, which is what I've done. And now it's like, it's taken this, 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 amount of stress off my brain because I don't have to worry about doing it. I'm held accountable for like getting it to her. And now it's like so much easier, so much easier. So yeah, just a little bit of a side topic. I think if you have people in your life that are like going to be able to help you or like that are good at doing things that you're not so good at doing, get them to do it for you. Like even if they love doing it, like you know, I've, pay my wife and hugs and kisses, but you know, and, and, you know, taking care of things and, and all that sort of stuff. Cause I'm the only one really, well, I wouldn't say I'm the only one working. I'm the only one um, at the moment now bringing income in because my wife, she's working hard at home. Like she's working really hard. And I think it's a, it's a bit of a cop out to say that she's not working because she is, she's just not getting uh, monetarily, monetarily. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, and, and now she's got more stuff to do with the tax and everything like that. <laughs> but she enjoys, do, she enjoys doing it. Like, and she's really, really good at it. So why not like let her do it? You know? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I'm like building out processes to do things. Awesome. Like mm. I used to, I used to have a job that literally my, the whole thing I would do was like re redo people's processes in the office. Like, mm -hmm. 
built out complex Excel, like visual basic sort of type out the code to have these processes save a whole bunch of time. And it was like, I, I never want to see this again. Like, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to do this implementation at all. I don't want to keep track of these things. I don't want to, I don't want to like, that's no fun. Like, let me, let's just go mm. do something new. And that part of that is also a problem of like me always looking to do something new and not just sticking with something for like five years. It, it's, sort of the same realm also not quite the same realm but like yeah i do i have the same way of like not the organization don't care like you somebody told me this about script writing for videos they're like do you do you have all your scripts in one place i was like i have all my scripts written down some of them are on my notes app. Some of them are in Notion. Some of them are in Notability. Some of them are on physical paper. They're in various notebooks. Some of them are on my whiteboard. Like, they're all written somewhere, but they're everywhere. Like, mm. it's just like, it's just like, what's convenient for me at the moment? I don't, I guess, I don't, maybe the, in my mind, the organizational aspect of it just falls to the wayside to just getting it done. Mm -hmm. um like i forced myself to do the time study we talked about this before i mm. did a time study of every five minute block of my day for like 10 days i had to like absolutely force myself to do it it was mm. like that was super difficult to keep track of everything and then eventually the plan wasn't 10 days it was just like eventually just fell off and like i wasn't doing it anymore because it was like being that organized and that on top of everything. And like, what did I do for the last five minutes? What about three, five minutes ago? What was I doing? Like that kind of menial thing was just like, wasn't even a conscious decision. It was just like, mm, not doing that anymore. So yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Like having someone like you and me need somebody that's organized, but then also it comes time sometimes when i whatever go along with the organized plan then like this wouldn't have been any different if i just winged it like, mm. like if i would have just gone with the flow and done it like it literally would have ended up exactly the same way mm. maybe a little bit more stress for me probably a lot more stress for everybody else but like <laughs> still would end up on the plane like i don't or whatever the whatever the task would be like it's getting done either way um so and then 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 it becomes a question of like is actually planning things worth it because i guess i think we're probably getting on the time here but i guess maybe one of the last things i'll bring up is like my girlfriend will bring up like what are we, what's the plan for this i was like mm. i don't think you've actually thought about this you just want to plan because there's like three or four things that this is contingent on that haven't happened yet. Yeah. So like any plan you make, you're just going to have to make a new one later. It's mm. uh, usually super pissed about that. Not, <laughs> not necessarily at me, partially at me, but just like, I think she just generally would get mad because she couldn't have a plan for something. It was like, I, I'm not talking about this because there is no relevancy in making a plan for this right now. Like, 
Yeah. Well, um, here's one to end on. And this is exactly what we've been talking about this whole time, which is really, really ironic. But um, I've just had a client rock up that didn't book in. So what do I do now? Like there's stuff that happens and that goes wrong that like, what am I supposed to do? I just literally saw a walk in right now. So rock and roll. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Put it into action. Figure um, it out. That's it. <laughs> so we'll see you uh, uh, next week. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll catch you soon. <laughs> yes, sir.